0: Welcome to NMD episode number six. six.
1: Wow, man.
0: Going to go off our last episode.
1: Yeah, we're kind of building on the last episode. And the last episode was uh, movies about music. Today, we're doing music used in movies. Yes. Songs that kind of, uh, you know, move the the story along. That's uh, another beautiful thing about music, right? Is it can be used to move story, to to move story along in a in a... A movie situation. So, I, again, I I did write a few things down. I don't think we're um we're not as listy maybe as we've no, been. No, not the a past. list on
0: this one either. It's um it's you can't talk about the music in movies without talking about, in my opinion, one of the most memorable. Scenes in a movie 1982.
1: Okay, keep going.
0: Fast times at Ridgemont High.
1: I, wait, don't say anything else because I'm saying that you're picking the cars, living in stereo, moving
0: in stereo, moving
1: in stereo. Sorry, and the Phoebe Kate scene. I can't. Oh, dude, I can't hear it without. C- I can't hear that song without getting a hard on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the most.
1: <laughs> Scott. Oh. This that dude really bikini- likes that, the cars.
0: That is memory burn. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it is it that is.
0: red bikini is memory burn. So
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna build off that, and this isn't even on my piece of paper, but I'm gonna build off that because I can still hear. Uh, There's other. Is it cashmere where they're driving in the car? Yeah. Well, he tells
0: him when it comes to making out. Side two, side two is Zeppelin four. But he must not have had it because he played. Uh...
1: Kashmir is not on four. No, it's, ca- up it's
0: on. on um... Oh God! Can you believe this? I
1: can't. I'm I'm drawing <laughs> a blank too. Everyone's mad at us right uh, now. Call in. Um... People, yeah, people right now are like these two idiots don't know anything about music. Holy we'll figure Christ. it out. Yeah. We'll have an answer by the end of this. I promise.
0: The um, I mean, there's so many scenes in that movie where when he's washing his car, Raised uh, on
1: Radio yeah. is on. Raised on Radio. Oh, he's. Just, <laughs> Cleaning the cruising vessel. Yeah, the cruising vessel. Um, another song that I like. I, it is in that. It's when they're driving. Actually, it's when they're driving the Trans Am. Uh, Spicoli. Oh, and and D- Jeff Jefferson's kid, Richard uh, brother, little yeah, his brother. brother. They're listening to Hagar's Doom Oh yeah, they're listening. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, they're listening to uh, Sammy. Killer tune. Killer. Killer.
0: Yeah. My dad's a TV repair man. He's <laughs> got an awesome
1: set of tools. Buff out. <laughs> buff out. So, so was that? that, By the way, that is an iconic, iconic, especially to people of a certain time. The subject
0: matter, Uh,
1: everything about
0: abortion, teenage sex, Uh, music, music.
1: You know what was big? Cheap trick talked about scalping tickets.
0: Yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire. When he's like, I want to take my little brother.
1: My, my favorite line Richard, in that, yeah. My favorite line in that movie is when uh Mike Demo tells one of these guys, Didn't I get you tickets so close to the stage you scared the fucking band? Yes.
0: <laughs> Van Halen, I think Van- it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Fast Times at Ridgemont High is a classic film. So classic. many scenes. So Jackson good.
0: Brown wrote the somebody's oh, every, baby for that the, movie, I think.
1: Every time. Uh is it Jennifer Jason Lee? Yeah, Stacy. Every time she's going to have sex with somebody here, that do place.
0: Do, 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 do.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ah, killer.
0: Killer. Ron Johnson picks her <laughs> up in his stereo transi- world. He's a stereo world. salesman,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot.
0: That's just iconic. That movie. is a good one. But the just the scene, yeah. The whole thing. Oh. The, uh,
1: music is I mean, obviously that's that's the other way you can really tell if music has done its job in a film is when the soundtrack is just Yeah, the soundtrack. The whip, you know, it's so good.
0: The, yeah. And there's 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 good soundtracks out there uh from you know from the 70s all the way oh, yeah. up till uh the last picture show, which I mentioned to you before yes. the show. It's it's a great movie. Timothy Bottoms, Sybil Shepherd uh is made in 1972, Peter Bogdanovich directed. Um, uh, gosh, um, Hank Williams is the main focal point. The, this the movie is set in the 1950s. Okay, but the cast is unbelievable. 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 yeah, yeah. It's one of probably my top five all-time favorite movies. Okay, I'm so. Uh, Sybil Shepherd, Timothy Bottoms, Jeff Bridges. Oh wow, Cloris Leachman, Ben Johnson, uh, Randy Quaid. Just an unbelievable movie. Great and, story.
1: And music-driven, obviously, right? Yes. And, yeah, a lot of Hank Williams, Lefty
0: Frizzell oh, stuff is killer. in the soundtrack. Um, but uh, another like great
1: soundtrack
0: uh, is The Crow, the Brandon Lee movie. Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. Never? Are no. You, nope. That's sacrilege.
1: Hey, 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 hey. I don't need your judgment. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> so I have, now you're going to laugh and it's okay to do so, but I'm going to say Eye of the Tiger in Rocky. Oh, no, no laughing. Fantastic. I mean, you cannot, Rocky three. you cannot equate a song. I mean, to this day, people use Eye of the Tiger to get pumped up for anything. I even know there's another song that was in Rocky 4. First of all, Rocky did a great job using um, music. In Rocky 4, though, he's driving his car. No easy way out. God, you do. You have the disorder in ways that uh, oh. I, I believe are beyond help. I think. I think you are. Bullet for you know, My Valentine
0: um, did an awesome cover of that, of that song. There's yeah. no
1: it, just gold. Gold. Rocky. Yeah. Gold. Gold. They can always come yeah, up
0: Survivor with, wrote two great songs yeah. for that franchise.
1: And iconic i mean i i i eye the of the tiger,
0: tiger dude please speaking of eye of the tiger we on our last episode butch walker recently did a cover of it
1: and i bet it's great it is great.
0: great he made it his own
1: and it's a great which song which is cool but, but you know if you even took if you now i can't tell how they're correlated in my mind but i feel like if you took rocky away from eye of the tiger and it was just a song it would still give you that feeling it, like, you know, the whole riff is just, there's something about it that all of a sudden I find myself like, why am I doing pushups?
0: Let's clean this house and have an 80s montage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Is it, didn't, I mean. I love montages, by the, the way. But, and that, didn't the 80s, is that where the montage it, was invented? They the training, to, the. They training. The revenge um, of the nerds when they fix the house up yes, to the montage.
1: Yes. The, the montage is, <laughs> drives the narrative. It skips ahead in time. You You can, and sometimes in those 80s ones, everything, they'd have everything sped up, right? Yes. And then the the song would be playing. Oh, yeah, I love a montage. I think it might
0: have been Talking Heads or
1: something. I need them in my life. I need montages (laughs) when I'm trying to move things. People would just say to me, can you montage what you're saying, John? I don't want to listen to you speak anymore. Yeah,
0: but scenes just that were memorable. What uh, do you got? Little Green Bag at the beginning, uh, or um, when the Reservoir Dogs, the scene where they're all walking in slow motion. And little green bag by George Baker selection is playing.
1: Well, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on that and say uh, Steelers wheel stuck in the middle. Oh, when he, he's cutting he's off cutting the off cop's the ear.
0: Your, yeah, I, yeah, right. You'll never hear that song the same never. way again.
1: Nope. Uh, those both of. of yeah, those that
0: th- that whole movie just with Stephen Wright as the radio DJ. Yes. That that soundtrack yes. mixing stuff in uh, when they're talking about um, the. Night, the lights went out in Georgia. Song, like I never realized I until today that that the sister was the killer. Yeah, of I, course she was. Like <laughs> I told you, I hadn't heard it in thirty years or whatever. I talking. love that
1: song. <laughs> and, and you know, if you have the disorder like we do, m- music plays a big role in movies for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, it helps me because because in my in the movie of my life, there's always music playing. You oh, know for what sure. I mean? So why wouldn't I like my actual movies to have have music driving them? Um, I have uh, I have uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, "Fortunate Son" and Forrest Gump. The helicopters are coming on. I yes. mean, that's you know, Forrest Gump. The soundtrack, soundtrack for, is, is unbelievable, unbe- unbelievable. Yeah, and you know, Forrest Gump uses music in that way where it, where it the music ties you to the moments, you know, and really sets timeline stuff um era and that sort of thing that's that's what i really like about about forrest gump
0: yeah not a fan of the movie i wasn't i love tom hanks i did not didn't like forrest gump i i should have to go rewatch it maybe i don't know but i just it was one of those you know how there's times where you're listening to something and you like the actor you like the band but you just you got to be in the right mood Maybe I was in a the wrong mood. The first I call time it the I wrong it. place
1: because yeah. I've had albums. Um, there was uh the Black Crows, uh, before the frost. Uh, a friend of mine had given me that. Oh, I love this Black Crows record. Blah blah blah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm coming home one night from a gig. It's super late. I put it on, and all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm connected now. Yeah. So uh, the the thing is, is sometimes you know you you just don't. I I don't. You know, I kind of give up on something, and I don't invest the time. You know, so I'm sure I've, I've missed things along the way. Uh, what do you got uh, next? I had other four...
0: scenes that were just phenomenal were um, the Chuck Berry, Johnny B. Good scene in Back, Back to the, to the Future. Future.
1: I just told my son about it. It's
0: so great.
1: It's Marvin. It's your Marvin. Cousin. Berry. You know that new sound you've been looking Listen for? to this. Hold up
0: this. the phone. Just oh. So oh, great. Oh,
1: so great. Yeah. Another
0: one probably to go uh, to. To add to my top five list of all-time favorite movies, um, Stand By Me. The whole soundtrack is great, but just a scene that is awesome is when they're walking down the railroad tracks Uh. and Lollipop is playing on their little transistor. They're 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 singing along. Yeah. yeah, Dancing. It's It's so great. great. There's so many great. There's an
1: innocence to that. Yes. Right? Lollipop served that innocence yeah it's, just
0: yeah the whole yeah the the
1: oh the my gosh of that's music, a good one scott the
0: choice of music is so crucial but then you 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 look at it later and you're like there's there's nothing
1: else they could have used you, there so what is that person in a movie is there the music supervisor i guess right yeah they have i mean that's we'll, a we'll, job our, i feel we, like i could do that job. yeah
0: we should have too bad he's in la we should have our friend michael here, who does movie yeah. mixes? And It'd be
1: interesting to know how that process works. If you present it, I mean, if you yeah. have a script and you because they bring
0: somebody in, I think I feel like I could times. do that. I, I mean, Tarantino you imagine is imagine a movie Kurt, of obscure hair metal? Is a master at yes doing it yes. I mean, with with like Jackie Brown, yeah that there's... that made me go buy um the uh the Delphonics record. Mm-hmm. The didn't I blow your mind? that that song was heard throughout the movie but it's like when he's he's sitting in the car with De Niro after he gets uh and he goes don't touch my levels I like, got him just where I like him <laughs> <laughs> on his radio <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Pam um, Pam is it Pam Greer I think yes is, it is is uh is Jackie yeah. and um he, you know, he goes and buys the the Max Cherry, the bail bond guy goes and buys the Delphonics yeah. record because he hears her playing it. That's pretty
1: cool. That's that is a special. Just how Tarantino, like that's a Pulp pro. Fiction. I oh, mean, well, the music in that. There you go. Uh, there's music in movies, and then there's a totally iconic. Um, what's Chuck Berry again? Yeah. in Pulp Fiction. Never right? can tell. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. the dance scene. The dance scene iconic as it can be iconic as it can be with
0: travolta and uh uma thurman, uma thurman. yeah that was that was great uh Miser Lou was used well yep. uh uh lonesome town by uh rick nelson tarantino
1: was... is, i mean like we said that's he's uh the, the statler one. brothers
0: when bruce willis is sitting there and in, in oh, the car and he's... is
1: it flowers on the wall <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: the song everybody knows by the statler brothers maybe the only song people
1: know by the statler brothers but it's it's hey you only need that you only need (laughs) that one because it's so good i uh i have um next i have sleepwalk it's in la bamba and i uh it's when the mom richie's mom is hanging up laundry i think it's that scene and finds out Richie, the plane accident. Yeah. Well, sleepwalk. now well, now, 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 now. And it, it's sort of a, a montage again, kind of a throwback. So I I love I loved that um, in La Bamba, sleepwalk used in La Bamba as well. Obviously, yeah, it's been Valen- so long. I have yeah. to go back revisit. And, and
0: revisit that one. Um, but, you know, you were saying about the helicopters in Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, using the end by the doors yeah. in... Um, uh, Platoon the, or Full
1: Metal Jacket? Full Metal, full jack- metal no. Jacket. No.
0: No. Uh, no, Apocalypse the- Now.
1: Apocalypse Now, now sorry. Yeah, yep.
0: Apocalypse Now. Yep. That was incredible.
1: I, I'm i sure, like I said, there's... You know, uh, the music supervisor... And a, how Can you imagine, and I'm sure it's out there and I'm sure it happens all the time, but a, a movie without music that... Because I think they're using music to further connect the movie watcher emotionally to the scene yeah and, just, and how cool that's what music does man. how they
0: connect them though um that would be something cool to talk about with somebody that that does that yeah. for a living we may
1: know someone i mean just, someone might be listening to this who can give us some insight
0: you know like at the end of the matrix where uh, you hear neo talking like on the answering machine and rage against the machines wake up is playing
1: okay that is it's a good scene it's like that's a perfect song for that. How did, you know? Yeah, who who makes that decision? Right. That's the question.
0: It's uh there's a there's a scene in um The Crow that you said you Yeah,
1: I haven't seen. You're mad about still. I can tell. <sighs> there's a scene with, with The you. Cure. Oh, uh the you.
0: song Burn okay. where he's putting on his makeup and becoming The Crow the first time. And it's that's, like that is the perfect that's song. Great. That's one of one, you know, of many of my favorite Cure songs, but
1: You know, I'm trying to think of some Soundtracks, you know, some classic songs in, in, in film that, you know, I like I would own. Of course, the high fidelity, you know, there's some great oh, music in that. You know, my favorite the song The Beginning, my, 13th Floor Elevator.
0: Oh, you're going to miss me. Oh,
1: go, there's a documentary we should have talked about on the last show about Rocky Erickson okay. called You're going to Miss Me. It's about it's killer. Please watch it. Um, Oh, that, but I was thinking of the Dylan tune that I love so much Um, The Man in Me. And okay. Or is that in that or is it in the Big Lebowski? I'm sorry, it's in the Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, the Dylan tune in High Fidelity is. Um... Oh, someone help me. Someone call in. It, it, it's got to uh... be. It's a di- I know. We, we need a hotline. <laughs> <laughs> in the last show, you could hear my dryer going off in the background, but definitely we need a secretary and a hotline. Um. Oh, shoot. Uh, the man in me is in. Um. Maybe it's not Dylan. I'm sorry, it's not. It might not be Dylan. Well, there there was a ton of songs
0: used in High Fidelity. Fidelity. The tune
1: I'm thinking of though is um
0: oh shoot. Well, I've I've... there's most of the time from High Fidelity with Dylan.
1: Most of the time, yes, it's that tune. Okay, it's that tune. Yeah, I mean, Jack
0: Black doing Let's Get It On.
1: And killing it. And killing it, (laughs) by the way.
0: Barry Jive and the Uptown Five. He kills it, man. He kills it. What does he say? We're in the process of being called Kathleen Turner Overdrive. (laughs) But for tonight,
1: Kathleen Turner Overdrive
0: and the Uptown Five. And the
1: Uptown Five.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, would NMD podcast exist without Nick Hornsby's high fidelity? (laughs)
1: No, I I don't know that a lot of podcasting would because it was that that we finally recognized. You and I come from, we belong here because we come from the record store background. We're music nerds, we love music, and we worked in record stores, and I don't care. All
0: the cliches in that movie are are true.
1: True. I mean, have you been offended? I I worked at BIM, and I would be, let's believe in music for the... uh, the non-initiated i would be freaking offended dude offended because you came in and bought you know this instead of this
0: when they're doing their and it's hard to do now with the digital age but when they when they would sit around and do top five track one side ones or when they did when the scene where um where laura's dad died and they're like laura's dad tribute list yep so, top five songs about death. The Laura's dad tribute list. See that? And a, he says. I think that's cool. And he says. Um, uh, the Stevie Wonder. Or he says um, the The Stone song. And he goes. And Dick goes. Immediate disqualification for its involvement with the Big Chill. He goes. Oh my God. You're right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just, you're right.
0: And we were. I was a snob like that. Oh, when me. I worked at the of store. Of course. Of course.
1: It, of it, course you ugh. were. And in. In. I I try not. Now that we've named the disorder, you have given it its true name. Um, I'm sure it'll end up in some scientific journal at some point. <laughs> but you know, that's part of the deal, man. Is you know, I I don't haphazardly listen to music, man. It's there's purpose behind it. Yeah, there's so many there's so
0: many scenes in that movie where he says, uh, "I will now sell five copies of the right. the three EPs by the Beta Band." And he the starts way playing he does "Dry it. the Rain," right. And people, they're showing people in the store, you know, kind of jamming and like, who is this? Yeah, and he- It's the beta band. It's good. I know. (laughs) And That's just what we would say. Oh, yeah,
1: of course. I know. I felt like I had some sort of power back then where I was doing something. If I loved an artist, and mind you, it might've been Queensryche, right? They had videos on MTV, they were huge. But yet I felt like in our little store- I had a hand in making this happen for Queens, right? There's, never yeah, there's
0: me. a, there's something to say about breaking an artist quote unquote to your friends or two people where they didn't know about it. It works and
1: with podcasts. I mean, it does, you yeah. know, you tell a friend, Hey man, you got to check this podcast out or you got to do this. It, it happens across interests of all sorts. Yeah. I texted you other. Check out Ricky Rackman's
0: podcast. Right. And right. It's, We're it's, always
1: doing it's that. really
0: good. And, and, I we listen to tons of. I mean, there's so many good ones now that there's plenty of room for for everybody. Everybody,
1: everybody. And, and and yet I, I'm sure I I could be snobby about that too. You know, I'm sure there are people who go, oh, the MN, NMD podcast, blah 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 I mean, we're all wired like that. I think it just happens. Yeah, those when people you're are interested.
0: They're wrong, but of course that's they're
1: fine. Of course <laughs> they're wrong.
0: But there's so many there's so many songs. That were played in that movie that were not included in the sound. Like, just little... Yeah. They, like, when he plays um the Stiff Little Fingers song in the record store.
1: Yeah, and it's not on the sound. Is this Green Day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just Which is... A, there's another I, I offensive thing. I love that thing. band. There's stiff. another offensive thing where if you would play an artist and someone would go, is that, you know, like, this more popular artist that oh, ripped them off? Like, I
0: mentioned it in, in uh a, one of the early episodes, and... You know, you said your wife was going to kick me out of the house for saying, uh, you know, bad-mouthing Hootie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't want to say it too loud. Yeah, She's upstairs exactly. still.
1: But you were talking about the, we were talking about the Badleys, I think, at that time. Yes, the yeah. Badleys.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, just other scenes. Uh, it, Journey in um, Caddyshack, where, <laughs> where he's, they're on the golf course, and he's got the stereo in his golf bag, Ronnie Dangerfield. Oh, yes,
1: you're Right. <laughs> Let's dance. And he turns it on That's and it's Journey. Right. It's Journey. What <laughs> tune is it, though?
0: It's, um... Is it Any Way You Want It?
1: Don't dance you want... Yes, it is. I think so, yep. yeah. I can see him dancing to it right now.
0: And my... Yeah, my son has not seen that movie, and I'm it's as so... offended by that as I am that you haven't seen The Crow. It's so... Uh, Caddyshack <laughs> is a
1: an all-time classic, classic Yeah, there's
0: uh, just... Yeah, certain soundtrack. I forgot soundtrack. about yeah. that.
1: That's a killer scene.
0: Oh, the the um the my Sharona scene in um reality bites were in the oh, gas yep, station yep and then the knack the comes on the radio and, can you turn this up and they start dancing and singing
1: that, that was a big thing in it that's so a great the, soundtrack the too so was you know in that same vein the movie singles yes that was that soundtracks killer the musics killer Paul Westerberg uh, Pearl Jam uh, the tune that I dug off there the most was the Screaming Trees "Nearly Lost, Nearly lost You." Nearly lost you, yeah. Uh, um, Chloe Dancer,
0: "Crown of Thorns." Well, um, Mother
1: Love Bone is above all of that to me. They are top notch, and yeah, I. Uh, uh, that is another film. Again, Singles is is really based around a, a musical scene, almost. You know, the grunge, um, disaffected youth scene that I I certainly bought into a little bit.
0: What about Dazed and Confused? The soundtrack. I mean, it's actually it's two parts. It's gold. It's like I got uh, it over there. Yeah. yeah, it's a double. Well, it didn't come out as a double. It came out as Days of Confused and then even more. Yeah. But the uh, Forrest Gump was a double album, I yes, believe. Yes, it was. It came out
1: double album. But, yeah,
0: yeah. That was in that, like you said, with Fortunate Son, and there's so many oh, great scenes. That's the greatest
1: that... hits of uh, of several. You know that. Uh, the Forrest Gump soundtrack is one of those things you can have in the car and get a lot of tastes of a lot of different yeah. stuff. I like a soundtrack that does that for me, too.
0: Yeah, just memorable scenes from from Dazed were um, like Sweet Emotion, when the GTO yep. is going in slow motion through the parking lot. And
1: yeah, God, oh man.
0: It's so great. Um, Tuesday's gone at the party, oh. and the
1: kegs are when empty. When the kegs are done, yeah. <laughs> the night's over. We've all been there. I... Uh, I had the movie, and this is such an obscure movie, um, it's called Vision Quest. It oh, stars gosh. Matthew Modine yep. as a high school wrestler, and that soundtrack, if, um, if for no other reason, if you are a, a collegiate or high school wrestler, um, you know all of it, but there's, he's jumping rope, training, and they play Lunatic Fringe by Red Rider, it's just, perfect. It just looks great. It sounds great. Lunatic Fringe starts with this weird I don't even know what the sound is but it's just it's yeah, another the, one of those things you know. The
0: It's from what oh. is it Cowboys was uh, Red Rider record. Oh, I can't remember the name of the record. I, can
1: tell, I think the singer was Tom Cox. Tom Cochran, the Life Cochran, is yeah. a highway guy. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then Cowboys in Hong Kong or something like that was is that a, what the record. Was as far called? as Siam is the name of the record. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that, Lunatic Fringe that A lot of people think that I've heard a lot of people say, Is that Pink
1: Floyd? Lunatic Fringe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I guess I hear some of that. Yeah. I can hear that.
0: You could I- you could
1: get that. I could certainly get that out of there.
0: Uh, a newer movie, um the um Guardians of the Galaxy at the beginning oh. scene where um Peter Quill's character, Star Lord, is um looking for something and that he's gonna sell. And he's singing along to Come and Get Your Love by Redbone. Oh, and I love it's, that. It's too. hilarious but the whole soundtrack is cool. Just certain scenes in that movie, like Moon Age Daydream is playing and it's really awesome. Cool. And yeah, that's that's one that, that had a really cool soundtrack as well. I the second one too, um the second soundtrack to that movie, the part two of that movie was, was also good. The the movie not as good, but the soundtrack was great.
1: Sometimes, I mean, that can be. There were some real—I don't want to say clunkers, but there were movies like The Last Action Hero. Yeah, great that had soundtrack. great soundtracks. You know, End um, of Days, Beavis and Butthead Do America, yes. you know? <laughs> all those kind of kind of soundtrack things. I um,
0: yeah, Megadeth would, would they do Angry Again on there? Yeah, which yeah. is great. And um, Primus had a cool song, Poetry and Prose.
1: It, it, sometime in the nineties, um, it's certainly when I was working at the record store. Um, they were churning out soundtracks pretty heavily that I thought were better than the films. Like the films would sort of peter out and the soundtrack would be killer, you know? Yeah,
0: agreed. The Boogie night scene with Sister Christian, that was so awesome.
1: I will have to take a sidetrack someday on uh, on Night Ranger too.
0: yeah, they were well what, what they were buying coke or something like that and that song was on and <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the guy light off fireworks in the house or well, something. Well,
1: you know I'm trying to think, but I know I've seen, you know, so many films where there will be like a you know, someone's having a drug experience, you know, like a a freak out experience and they'll use psychedelic music to kind of further that along. A lot of, you know, I can't tell you probably the number of films you see where someone's having a psychedelic freak out and white rabbit is playing yes or something white you know that's <laughs> that always you know you'll see that pop up quite a bit and um and i think that's again talking about moving uh, films along with music it's just it but here's a funny thing i i can't stand a musical i don't like no. musicals at all
0: not and, no not even.
1: I, uh, in college, I had to go with my girlfriend at the time, one of our, we had to go to a musical for a class we took, and I said out loud, I go, you know, I I don't really like musicals. I don't like the parts where they break into song. She goes, that's a musical, dude. That's what they do. They're going to break into song. So yeah, you just don't like them at all then, because that's what a musical does. Yeah, but I love music in 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 film and how it moves along. And I'm trying to really think of some of those classic. I mean, in the last episode, we talked about uh, we talked about the Blues Brothers. Yes, and I mean, I, I, there's so many scenes in that that I can't. You know, how about the scene where um, they go into Ray's Music Exchange? Mm-hmm. They're going to buy the uh, buy gear, right? And you know. They they have the Fender Rhodes piano, I think, mm-hmm. and he always you know, pulls the black tape off it where the scuff or whatever is. And he they say there's no life left in this piano, and he sits down, right? And he and we were trying to, the other day to think of the song um, that he plays. You know, it's with all the day. I forget what it's called now. Um, where you you know, come on and shake your tail feather, baby. Yeah. I can't think of what it's called. Twist again, shake it, shake it, shake it. Someone will, will let us know. And then, of course, another, in my mind, in my mind, iconic scene in Blues Brothers is the Cab Calloway. Yes. Where he's, you know, where he fantasizes. He's at the big, the beautiful, old uh, doing theater journey. The yeah. and, just And that, you know.
0: Them doing uh, Rawhide over and over. <laughs> the That's good old a, boys.
1: That the good old Blues Brothers boys band <laughs> uh, at Bob's Country Bunker. <laughs> That's another classic, uh, I mean, they're on the bandstand, they can't come up, they're in this bad gig, right? They've been put in the wrong room, it happens to every band. We've all been there. Uh, uh, You know, rawhide knee, all right, finds a whip on the wall. (laughs) Classic, classic, (laughs) classic, classic. classic.
0: Wayne's World had some scenes that (laughs) were-
1: You know, that's the other thing, uh, I'm glad you brought up Wayne's World, um, because, and it might be Wayne's World 2 I'm thinking of, have you ever, from the other side of this equation, I think there are times when, like, artists are trying to place a song in a movie. And Wayne's World, the story I had heard, is they wanted to use Schools Out by Alice Cooper. Mm. And he's like, his manager, Shep Gordon, who's a famous manager in a, uh, Alice Cooper's, you know, uh, he's built Alice's career and they are best of friends. Um, he Shep, was
0: on the 500. Sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Shep was, yeah, he yeah. was on the 500. He's doing, a legend dude. doing the Alice Cooper. Record. He's a legend. I love him. Um, I great documentary on him. We should have talked about it last episode. Um, I forget what it's called. Supermensch. Um, but Shep says to the, you know, to Mike Myers, Hey, yeah, Alice has this new single coming out. Feed my Frank and stuff. Oh. And, uh, they're going, we want schools out. We're not interested. Well, Shep, he pushes them to uh, to put Feed My Frankenstein in, and that's the song you hear they used it. for yep. the fifteen. That's the other thing is we're talking seconds. You're getting seconds of a song, and it becomes, you know, you can sell records off that. You can create iconic moments. It's not like you hear all of stuck in the middle with you. Right. You know, but it moves it along, or you— I mean in fast times you only hear a little tiny bit of cashmere. Right. You know? You don't even hear the word nothing, you just hear da 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 da. You know that's it. And uh and that's the other kind of amazing thing I think about uh, about music and movies is it's just a sliver. You right. get a sliver and it inspires you or you like you said are you ever going to hear that Cars song again without picturing Phoebe Cates, you know, with her top off? Why? Of course not. Of course you won't.
0: I wonder why in Wayne's World they used um, the Bullet Boys rock candy instead of
1: Montrose. I, I think sometimes that might be a licensing thing. I don't know. Because um, they still
0: did the song right i don't know
1: how that so works why not
0: use the original
1: because you'll get you'll hear a lot of that there's a lot of good remakes on soundtracks where you know they'll get a bullet boys to do rock candy or they'll have someone else do i don't
0: think they ever put that on a record either
1: i know i've heard it um but i don't know i mean that they, besides the sound i don't think they have i don't think they have um that's
0: that's the way they get you to buy a soundtrack like Apple with their, you know, they well, don't have expandable memory, so they make you buy their iPod. <laughs> I'm trying.
1: I'm trying to think if um, if there's ever, and I'm sure there has been, you know, I can remember the resurgence of the song "Coal Miner's Daughter" from the movie from, "Coal Miner's which Daughter." We should have talked about. Um, yes, classic. we should have. That's a Sissy great spacey. one. Spacek. Yeah. Well, Levon Helm is her dad, yeah. in that from the band. But you know, I think there was a resurgence. There's also. I'll yeah, tell you what. Talk I, about yes.
0: Um resurgence of bands.
1: Who have from be, come from a soundtrack. Right. You know, oh. we're forgotten. Yes. Largely forgotten. And, and and then they get or breaking again. Oh, bands. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Rhino bucket. Broke off a soundtrack? Rains oh, oh. World. Oh, off Ride with World. yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're Rhino <laughs> Bucket. <laughs> I'm sure all the Rhino Bucket fans out there are are you know, which they're probably more than I than I think of. I know we liked them, but Ugh. Um, the other thing I was just thinking about, we were talking about Coal Miner's Daughter and, and things like that, are um, I can only imagine a Coal Miner's Daughter or or one of these films, you get a whole new career. Dolly Parton in 9 to 5. And I bring it up because I just saw um uh, some local friends of ours in Grand Rapids put on a show, this uh, Neil Diamond tribute, and they had a local young lady come up and she did 9 to 5. and And that song, I can picture the movie the start of the movie bing, up in the morning yeah. and, you know the whole the whole thing and um and that was that it was it and then now we have dolly parton in the 80s her resurgence of her career from that mm-hmm. and, and of course you acted in that as well what have you ever had a time in a movie when you found the music distracting take it away from the narrative or or you just went, This is stupid. Why is this song in here? You know? I can't
0: think of one off the top of my head. I can think of way more where it's like, God, could they couldn't have done any better. Right. Right. So no, well, um, I can't I can't I, think of one. They
1: I, you know, I've I don't know that I've ever been really jarred out of a scene from the music. You know what I mean? Taking me out right. of, where I'm suspending my, you know, my belief there for a second and, and getting involved. But I will say I uh there are a lot of songs that I only equated with the movie. Like, it was that. It was almost... And sometimes they would break. You'd get a theme, like the theme to this thing, more with TV maybe, but it'd become a single. Right, they'd, yeah. They'd have to release it. You know, people loved it so much. It Chariots was like, of Fire was, was There you was go. Fun. There's a great... There's a great... Great, great use of. I mean, you hear that song, doo, you're running, doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Right? You're running <laughs> because you know that's that's in your mind's eye. That's what that song is. They were almost like little videos,
0: right? Yeah, the uh, you know, off the the last episode with the um, the use of songs, "Revenge of the Nerds," had you know they used Talking Heads in yeah. their house, they burned down the
1: house, and. <laughs> Plus, they had the uh, uh, the Revenge of the Nerds also had the original composition of- um... The rap? (laughs) Oh, Clap your hands, everybody. Oh, with Lamar.
0: (laughs) That was so fantastic. Why would you know With the Omega Moos.
1: Yeah, where they beat beat the- I know that. The tri Lambs and the Moos beat the Alpha
0: That guy that played Lamar, I can't think of his name. Yeah. He's been in all kinds of stuff. He was on Seinfeld. He was in the awesomely bad movie, Iron Eagle. From Which the had King
1: Cobra, the band King Cobra, <laughs> when he's
0: putting on his headphones the when he's flying for. the flying the fighter jets. Oh, awesome! Lamar did
1: more work than that. I'm thrilled to know that. Yeah, I didn't. I did not know. Yeah, that.
0: he was on the show Seinfeld. Um, Which, he really? He worked at a, yeah. He worked at a photo photo booth. No or something. kidding. Yeah. Wow. Or yeah, were they famous? Yeah, that was a.
1: <laughs> so if we're um, if we're doing. Music used in movies. I, I'm gonna take a side street real quick because we have some time. What about bands that appear in movies playing? Pearl Jam.
0: Singles we talked oh, about. Oh
1: yeah, they're yeah, right, right. They're the band in what? Well, Allison Chains were plays they? in singles. Oh,
0: they were. But Pearl Jam, the, the guys in Pearl Jam were in the band. They were
1: part of Michael uh Michael they were um, in the movie, Matt right? Damon's band. Yes. Yes. Stone Gossard, uh, Eddie Vetter, and Jeff Amet. Are our Citizen Dick? Okay, they're I was going to say Mookie Blaylock, but that was that was Pearl Jam's original name. Yes, um, they are they are Matt Damon's band, and the classic. Not Matt Damon, Matt Dillon. I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> I get my mats confused. Um, and they're in the classic scene where they're reading the negative, the review. You know, and they go through the review, and oh, you know, they're just kind of lambasting. Uh, well. Yeah, all had, the
0: bands in all the band members in besides, uh, oh my gosh, in the movie Rockstar. the right? drummer was Blas Elias in the cover band. Oh, in the cover and band, Blood, Blood yep. Pollution. Yep. The I didn't
1: know their name. It's what Blood Potion. Blood Pollution. <laughs> Blood Pollution.
0: <laughs> That's one of the Steel Dragon songs.
1: Okay, I did. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. That's no. yeah.
0: Um, Blood and pollution. Brian Vander Ark, Van Ark was the bass player. Yep. Uh, Mark Wahlberg singing. Uh Timothy Oliphant from a lot of movies. I know him the best from um he plays Raylan Givens on Justified okay. T V show. So he,
1: he was in the in the He's a guitar com- player. Okay. At the
0: end when he plays Colorful.
1: Yeah. He's he's the guy back of, in with him. With yes. Him. Okay.
0: And then the uh the Steel Dragon was Zach, Jeff Pilson, Jason Bonham, and then the guitar player was an actor. Oh, okay, like he, Timothy Oliphant, but then the the opposing cover band, bit, right?
1: Stephen Jenkins is the singer from, from Third Eye Blind.
0: Makes me wish I was both ears deaf. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't recall if there's any. I know there was other yeah. musicians sprinkled in, in there. Yeah, but um,
1: you know, while we <laughs> <laughs> makes me wish I
0: was. Sorry, Third Eye Blind fans.
1: Well, well we were no, uh, I'm not. Talking, I, you know, I was thinking about bands playing in movies and stuff. I'll tell you what, this is gonna, this is dating me so 70s right now. But the Every Which Way But Loose sound, there was a song. I forget who the singer was. Eddie it Rabbit, right? I mean, maybe Every Which Way But Loose, You Turn Me, Every Which Way. I, I'm gonna say no on Eddie Rabbit, but I don't know who the artist was. But there was also, no, it's not. It's- I, I, I don't know if it was in, in Every Which Way But Loose, or Urban Cowboy, but looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, I think in one of those films, uh, Mel Tillis is playing. Yes, you Mel know, Tillis. Th- there'd be those scenes, too. They'd go into a bar, and the band playing would be a, a Mel Tillis. Or a Mickey Gilly plays, it, obviously, in, um, in Urban Cowboy, because it's set at his club at Gillies. Oh, at Gillies. That's yeah. right. Because... That's all. That was a whole thing too—the urban cowboy uh, scene, I guess. And uh, and yeah, that was at Gilly's. Wow. Yeah, looking uh, for. Oh my gosh, I almost said looking for because of that uh, <laughs> when uh when Buckwheat's greatest hits from Saturday Night Live. It was Eddie Rabbit every which way. Dang it, was it really? It was. Oh man, good call, and nerd. Our, uh, yeah, music just, nerd. Gosh, you do have the disease. Holy cow! But that happened a lot probably more so, I think, in the 70s and maybe 80s, where the a band, there'd be an, a band, it'd be a real honest-to-God band playing, like, Mickey Gilly or Johnny Lee, or whoever these people were, or, or they would have a rock band in a club, especially in the 80s movies. There'd be a rock, and then I'd be like, ooh, they look cool. Like, that band looks cool. And it'd be a band. It'd be you know, Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know if he was, uh, I don't remember him mean, in something. any band scenes, but they have the, the fake band in the movie um, Reality Bites with Ethan Hawke. Okay. Where he's the singer. Okay, who's and the... Dave Pernier was in that movie, but I don't know if he was in a band from Soul so Asylum. Soul
1: Asylum sing, singer. Yeah, he... I think he, he was just, when a they, dude, were doing right?
0: the, they were doing the trivia... Like about uh, good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that scene? Um, Man, but, I haven't seen
1: that movie in a long time. Oh,
0: yeah, I know. It's so, it's a, actually, I was on my way here and I have just a, a USB drive with a bunch of songs on it. And um, I'm nothing. A song from that soundtrack came out with Ethan Hawke, actually sings. Oh, wow. It's a great song.
1: That's a, whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. You know, where you have the actors, I mean, the Walk the Line, they sang in that. Yeah, the Johnny I, Cash thing they sang in
0: that I'm, I'm probably in the minority i did not care for that movie i
1: don't think i watched a lot of it
0: it just to me it portrayed johnny cash as a pill popping idiot and yeah, i just didn't, uh, didn't didn't do i mean joaquin phoenix is fantastic but i just didn't, didn't hook care you. for the movie what
1: about dewey cox were you oh i yeah. did not
0: see it you didn't see walk hard oh it's I, my wife and son have watched it and i've just walked in the room you weren't mo- i just felt dumber for having seen you will be you will be I- it
1: is <laughs> it is designed for that but it's also got some fantastic moments that play it's, on it's sort of like a spinal tap it is yeah and it's like, but it's music you if you have the disease that we have you start connecting dots to some of the you know he he's in a, you know in a robe and he's got set he's doing the brian wilson thing you know <laughs> and, you know, there's a scene where uh, one of the guys, because he, of course, he's he gets famous. He has a pet monkey now, and one of the guys goes, "This this fucking monkey <laughs> singing more on this got more <laughs> songs on this album than I do." Yeah,
0: yeah well, other great uh, scenes. Um, I, one you haven't seen, uh, The you, Crow. I'm going back. You just the, Stone I Temple see. Pilots. Oh, um, there's a scene where they're. Uh, two of the guys from the, I guess it's kind of a gang, are, uh, and I can't, I can't freaking remember the song right now. I should have wrote it down, but that's just a, that's just a great soundtrack. Um, Helmet I, is I, on. I know there. it was big
1: and it was kind of uh, alternative g- yes, grungy, yeah, for um, lack of a better word, I guess. Because Singles is the same way. Singles has all these grunge artists. You know, you get. The, uh, the pumpkins are on it, smashing pumpkins yeah. are on it, pearl jam's on it. I mean, I was just thinking on the way before here, they the, really broke I, the song on my uh
0: random mix again, um the pumpkins um landslide came on, hmm. and I was like, was this in a movie? was the song I don't remember that I don't know it's such a great song well, there's a lot of the cover I mean, there's a lot of pumpkins, covers, do. like
1: you said, rock candy by the bullet boys that would happen too, where you'd get an artist to cover you know yeah. you'd get a cool cover of, i
0: just don't understand i don't have a problem with the bullet boys doing the song i just don't get why
1: why it wasn't montrose
0: yeah why it wasn't montrose and
1: I, I i don't fully understand how licensing and stuff yeah. works because the other thing is like on um on these streaming services on prime on things like that they'll have these documentaries about guns and roses or something and all the music will sound like guns and roses but there isn't a Guns N' Roses song to be found, right? Or there'll be an Iron Maiden one, and all the songs will be gallopy and, but it's not a real Iron Maiden song. It's like a licensing thing. You yeah,
0: know? it's like with with this, how we can't play right. anything. You can't play any music without. Who paying. knows how much
1: trouble we'll get in for just going boom, 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 all the times I I half sing a song.
0: <laughs> yeah, nobody's listening. Um... <laughs>
1: Especially when I start singing and trying to figure a song out, they tune it, <laughs> right. You've lost everybody. That everybody's gone.
0: Yeah, just so many memorable, um, so many memorable scenes.
1: I just think that for someone like me, um, who loves music so much, live, breathe, it, it. It's just it helps me connect to things. And in uh, the perfect song and the perfect scene is is gold. It it, and it it imprints in my mind. It imprints, it. and then as a filmmaker, I can only imagine it only helps you down the road when you know. Then someone hears the song, yeah, and and they they flash right back and go, man, I gotta go, I gotta rewatch right. uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont.
0: <laughs> Have you seen the movie Swingers with John yeah, Favreau? Yeah, it's and been Vince, yeah, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. yeah, one of my all time favorite movies. But there's a scene where. They're driving into Vegas, and um, "Plenty of Money and in, in You" by Dean Martin. Oh yeah, comes on, and it's just the the lights, and it's it's Vegas in the '90s, so it wasn't quite as uh, you know big as it is now, I guess.
1: Well, that you know,
0: but that movie had some uh, great scene, great soundtrack all all the way through with. The great mix that introduced me to the band. Um, uh, shoot that's uh, when swing came back in the 90s. Um, it
1: wasn't real big fish or no, it wasn't
0: real big fish, or it wasn't um, zoot suit riot. Yeah, I mean, see licensing, see? I'm yeah, probably, we're, we're, we probably just got sued. Um, it was
1: oh big bad voodoo daddy,
0: big bad voodoo daddy. I yeah. saw them they're playing at the Dresden on that. On that uh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah. When they walk into one of the clubs, and then Marty and Elaine are playing, and that's a real couple. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think they. I mean, it's. But they used to do that together. Play at her. He was playing like a piano, or she was, and yeah, that that was a real. real. Dresden's a real place. Uh, They talk about Roscoe's chicken and waffles, and which. Yeah, we need a good place That's, that has uh, those around marbles, here. Yeah. Oh. We, we, we but that it. soundtrack with um George Jones, She Thinks I Still Care, when, the just how they place them and how good it fits is, is so cool. It's
1: an art. Yeah. It is truly an art. And I think when it's done right, you end up with people like us who are completely connected to these scenes because of that music and what that music did in the scene and and you know what music means to us and I, I i honest to god this whole time we've been you know recording this episode in my mind i can hear raised on radio by yep. journey and i can picture uh it's judge nelson right judge reinhold reinhold what a, i think i was thinking judge nelson maybe um but he's cleaning the car and the way he's the, the shot i can yep. see the the, shot, the
0: fin I, on the back uh, of a yeah, cruising the cruising vessel,
1: vessel man. Where, <laughs> where uh, she puts the flowers that Ron Johnson got her. Can you put these in the trunk of the cruising vessel? And he gives them to his girlfriend. Just... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Well, another fun. You know, this has obviously been a, such a fun episode too. I uh, Look forward to hearing from everybody else. What their, you know, the experiences they've had with with um music and movies and and i know i've i know there'll be some that someone's gonna go dude you've totally forgot oh so this many. thing you know uh, yeah we forgot and there would be times too in a movie where i'd hear a like a really big song like um you know a Beatles song or whatever 'cause because you know those copyrights and stuff are hard to come by like i remember when um when Michael Jackson acquired the Beatles catalog, shortly thereafter, Nike used the song Revolution in a yes. shoe commercial. I was devastated. Oh. I still wrestle when I hear music used in commercials. I still wrestle with that. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, Crazy Train is being used for goldfish crackers or well, something. That's not happening.
0: But The Doors.
1: Does it bother you?
0: They tried to sell Light My Fire to Buick. To Buick. And Jim nixed it. Well, wasn't it? And it wasn't even his song, but they so, were all for one, one for all back then.
1: Well, I I know there was a, there was a time, there was a time where if you were commercials, you were going to use your song in commercials, movies. Except, I mean, you don't hear a lot of Neil Young in movies. There's still a a, a stigma attached to it, yeah. Like, s- selling out, I think.
0: Metallica never did it until um, "I Disappear," the song in. Um,
1: that was a big was Blockbuster movie. What was it?
0: It was uh the Mission Impossible yes. movie. Yes. Which also had pretty good soundtrack. I mean, Limp Biscuit was on there, so it can't be that great, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I, I'm not sure if that's where the term selling out came from, you know, but there was some of that. You know, you were a sellout if you were gonna license your song to somewhere and Yeah, I'd never liked that term. Sell out?
0: Yeah, because okay, yeah, I sell out. You know, sell out every night. Well, that's J-
1: I remember hearing Jason Newstead say, "You people- or Kirk, one of those, one two of those." Yeah, in- Yep, We yeah. sell out every arena every night. Exactly. Come on. I don't know. It's I- jealousy. I- well, of course, of course. I use it now. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I like that- the terminology income stream. I
0: don't like the <laughs> like. I want to yeah. use my
1: music for some alternate income streams. I'm not a big fan of the term
0: hair metal selling yeah. out. You know, Just-
1: it's they're all. They all have something to them that, you know, I suppose maybe somewhere down... Well, no, I know for a fact there are still people who don't like the term rock and roll. You know, there are cats who are just like... uh, That's garbage music to a, a, a certain kind of person i um, certain sinatra yeah jazz cats dean martin those guys Remember, dean Martin? Rock and roll did the stones like on the elvis. dean martin show yeah, yeah elvis
0: they did not like charlie
1: elvis. and ira loven you know um i know ira loven couldn't stand elvis presley and was drunk and said something inappropriate and elvis never covered a Louvin brothers tune wow because of that because ira though you know the darker of the two loven brothers as far as his life history goes um, He had made a, a derogatory comment toward Elvis, and Elvis never cut a Louvin Brothers song.
0: And going off the Elvis thing, they brought the bass player uh, from Elvis's band in on L.A. Woman record because Jim was obsessed with Elvis. Really? And they thought that that would kind of pull him back from his alcohol and, yeah, he'd get, and drug he'd, issues. He'd be he'd, more, and
1: didn't. I mean, obviously. that's
0: one of their... That's the return right, of the door, sadly, the end, too. But <laughs>
1: And there's your pun again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that that was cool, too. I, I learned that from that. Um, uh,
1: Harkening back to the last show, yeah, the, documentary. the documentary. That's People Are Strange, right? Uh, when, You're Strange, when You're Strange, yeah. yeah Strange host, uh, yeah.
0: narrated by Johnny Depp. So, yeah, yeah that was really cool. Um,
1: well, I think, if anything, over, over the previous episode and this episode, we've really illuminated just ha the factor that we talk about it here on the podcast. And when we're talking about NMD as an ailment, what it's like, what music is like for, for folks like us. And, and it is, like I said, I could tell you, Hey man, you should hear my soundtrack. You should hear what's playing every time in my life. Normally really sad songs. Um, but I, I think that that music placed well done well in a film, can elevate anything absolutely. Yeah, and and can and for younger artists indie artists things like that finding a project finding someone's independent film that you can tag your song to and move it along there is no record business anymore in 2020 there's not the record business that used to be so you have to find new ways to get your music to people and certainly that film um is is a completely viable and you know, uh, just another way to do it, and I've learned. You know, I've been turned on to a lot of stuff from music and movies. I'm I'm pretty grateful for that. You know, and and like I said, I'm sure I'll think when when we're done uh, with this episode, <laughs> something will pop up, and I'll go, oh, why didn't I say this? But certainly, you know, uh, the stuff we've covered now. Please make sure uh, if you're listening, comment, share with us. Please email, share, uh, so we know your opinion. I, that's the other thing about this podcast is we want to be turned on to new stuff. We want to know what other people are into. We want to know that someone loves the doors as much as Scott does, or someone likes drive by truckers or someone likes this or that, you know, Um, that's what it's all about. So again, we appreciate everyone who's been listening and um, Scott, tell them where they can find us. NMD
0: podcast on Instagram and uh, email nmdpodcast at gmail.com. We've been getting a bunch of emails from all over the country, and, and hope to keep uh, getting them. Man. Some suggestions for shows, just nice. Uh, we haven't had any negative yet. Yeah, I'm Which, sure. It's
1: coming. I'm I'm very fragile, so please be careful <laughs> with that. I really am a fragile guy, but I think you know we've decided uh, scott and i have decided together uh, that uh, you know what this podcast will be and how we want it to be and um and really all it boils down to is our opportunity to interact with other human beings just like us yeah um that's the and that's the the beauty of it right and, of course, we don't have to go out where there are people because I'm just kidding.
0: That's the goal from the <laughs> first meeting was just two guys who love music and want to, you know, we. this is a way which you didn't have before. We can do whatever we want to do. This is our right. show. Right. Nobody's and Nobody's telling us. You guys got to do this. or You guys got to say this.
1: And the thing is, is this is what we do. And, And people who are listening to this show, I know you guys do the same thing. Yes. We talk. The nice thing about this is we're all in this together. So we know everybody's interested. Now, in a social setting, I'm usually the odd man out. You know, I'm the guy. Nobody, you know, I call them straights. You Know the, the squares of the world uh, when I'm out and about, they don't necessarily want to chat about this. You know, normal people don't.
0: Yeah, this is this is uh very, very fun. Yeah, I've had a just an awesome time so far, and thanks to everybody for the feedback and the um, the Buying t shirts, t-shirts.
1: spreading the word. We can't thank you guys we enough. Do have
0: some shirts. Hopefully, um, we get a little bit. You know, more popular here, we can afford to get a website so we can sell them.
1: And further connect. Yeah. That's really the the goal of the whole thing is you we grow it organically so we can all keep connecting. We can have more guests on. We can talk about more topics. We can get better at the art of doing it, the technical end of it, which is, Scott will tell you, every time we do this, the setup is always, oh, stop, this isn't working, (laughs) or oh, this is plugged in wrong. But the beauty is the subject is always the same, and it's just two guys who really, really love music. It permeates both our lives, and we are beyond thrilled to be able to share it with other human beings. So what you got for us for a sign-off, Scott?
0: Inside, the fire's burning me. In my mind, you just keep turning me. Every which way but loose.
1: I got to stop. We never go back, but I just got to say, that's a classic. That This is Scott's finest moment. You guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.